Section 8 of The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For further information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 2, by Robert Burton. Section 8. Partition 2, Section 2, Member 3, Part 2. In the meantime, let us consider of that which is sub dio, and find out a true cause, if it be possible, of such accidents, meteors, alterations, as happen above ground. Whence proceed that variety of manners, and a distinct character, as it were, to several nations. Some are wise, subtile, witty, others dull, sad and heavy, some big, some little, as Tully de Fato, Plato in Timaio, Vegetius and Bodine prove at large, some soft and some hardy, barbarous, civil, black, dun, white. Is it from the air, from the soil, influence of stars, or some other secret cause? Why doth Africa breed so many venomous beasts? Ireland, none. Athens, owls. Crete, none. Why hath Daulis and Thebes no swallows? so Pausanias informeth us, as well as the rest of Greece. Ithaca, no hares, Pontus, asses, Scythia, swine. Whence comes this variety of complexions, colours, plants, birds, beasts, metals, peculiar almost to every place? Why so many thousand strange birds and beasts, proper to America alone, as Acosta demands, Book 4, Chapter 36, were they created in the six days, or ever in Noah's ark? If there, why are they not dispersed and found in other countries? It is a thing, saith he, hath long held me in suspense. No Greek, Latin, Hebrew ever heard of them before, and yet as differing from our European animals as an egg and a chestnut, and, which is more, kine, horses, sheep, etc., till the Spaniards brought them, were never heard of in those parts. How comes it to pass that in the same sight, in one latitude, to such as are perioiki, there should be such difference of soil, complexion, colour, metal, air, etc.? The Spaniards are white, and so are Italians, when, as the inhabitants about Caput Bonae Spei, are blackamoors, and yet both are light distant from the equator. Nay, they that dwell in the same parallel lines with these negroes, as about the Straits of Magellan, are white-coloured, and yet some in Presbyter John's country, in Ethiopia, are done. They in Zeilan and Malabar, parallel with them, again black. Manamotapa in Africa and St. Thomas Isle are extreme hot, both under the line, coal-black their inhabitants, whereas in Peru they are quite opposite in colour, very temperate, or rather cold, and yet both alike elevated. Moscow, in 53 degrees of latitude, extreme cold, as those northern countries usually are, having one perpetual hard frost all winter long. And in 52 degrees latitude, sometimes hard frost and snow all summer, as Buttons Bay, etc., or by fits. And yet England, near the same latitude, and Ireland, very moist, warm, and more temperate in winter than Spain, Italy, or France. 
Is it the sea that causeth this difference, and the air that comes from it? Why then is Ister so cold, near the Euxine, Pontus, Bithynia, and all Thrace? Frigidas regiones, Maginus calls them, and yet their latitude is but forty-two, which should be hot. Kevira, or Nova Albion, in America, bordering on the sea, was so cold in July, that our Englishmen could hardly endure it. At Norenberga, in forty-five latitude, all the sea is frozen ice, and yet in a more southern latitude than ours. New England and the island of Cambrialcocos, which that noble gentleman Mr. Vaughan, or Orpheus Junior, describes in his Golden Fleece, is in the same latitude with Little Britain in France, and yet their winter begins not till January, their spring till May, which search he accounts worthy of an astrologer. Is this from the easterly winds, or melting of ice and snow dissolved within the circle arctic? Or that the air being thick is longer before it be warm by the sunbeams, and once heated like an oven will keep itself from cold? Our climes breed lice, Hungary and Ireland, Mali, Audiunt in this kind. Come to the Azores, by a secret virtue of that air they are instantly consumed, and all our European vermin almost, saith Ortelius. Egypt is watered with Nilus not far from the sea, and yet there it seldom or never rains. Rhodes, an island of the same nature, yields not a cloud, and yet our islands ever dropping and inclining to rain. The Atlantic Ocean is still subject to storms, but in Del Zur, or Mare Pacifico, seldom or never any. Is it from the tropic stars, Apertio Portarum, in the Dodecamoriae's or constellations, the moon's mansions, such aspects of planets, such winds, or dissolving air, or thick air, which causeth this, and the light differences of heat and cold? Baudin relates of a Portugal ambassador that, coming from Lisbon to Danzig in Spruce, found greater heat there than at any time at home. Don Garcia de Silva, legate to Philip III, King of Spain, residing at Ispahan in Persia, 1619, in his letter to the Marquis of Bedmar, makes mention of greater cold in Ispahan, whose latitude is 31 degrees, than ever he felt in Spain or any part of Europe. The torrid zone was by our predecessors held to be uninhabitable, but by our modern travellers found to be most temperate, bedewed with frequent rains and moistening showers. The breeze and cooling blasts in some parts, as Acosta describes, most pleasant and fertile. Arica in Chile is by report one of the sweetest places that ever the sun shined on, Olympus Terrae, a heaven on earth, how incomparably do some extol Mexico in Nova Hispania, Peru, Brazil, etc. In some again hard, dry, sandy, barren, a very desert, and still in the same latitude. Many times we find great diversity of air in the same country, by reason of the sight to seas, hills or dales, want of water, nature of soil and the like as in Spain, Aragon is aspera et sicca, harsh and evil inhabited. Estremadura is dry, sandy, barren most part, extreme hot by reason of his plains. Andalusia, another paradise, 
Valencia a most pleasant air and continually green, so is it about Granada. On the one side fertile plains, on the other continual snow to be seen all summer long on the hilltops. That their houses in the Alps are three quarters of the year covered with snow, who knows not? That Tenerife is so cold at the top, extreme hot at the bottom, Mons Atlas in Africa, Libanus in Palestine, with many such, tantos inter ardores fidos nivibus, Tacitus calls them, and Radzivillus, Epistola 2, Folium 27, yields it to be far hotter there than in any part of Italy. Tis true, but they are highly elevated, near the middle region, and therefore cold, ob paucam solarium radiorum refractionem, as Serarius answers. In the heat of summer, in the king's palace in Escurial, the air is most temperate by reason of a cold blast which comes from the snowy mountains of Sierra de Cadarama, hard by, when, as in Toledo, it is very hot, so in all other countries. The causes of these alterations are commonly by reason of their nearness, I say, to the middle region. But this diversity of air, in places equally situated, elevated and distant from the pole, can hardly be satisfied with that diversity of plants, birds, beasts, which is so familiar with us. With Indians, everywhere, the sun is equally distant, the same vertical stars, the same irradiations of planets, aspects like, the same nearness of seas, the same superficies, the same soil, or not much different. Under the equator itself, amongst the Sierras, Andes, Llanos, as Herrera, Light, and Acosta contend, there is tam mirabilis et inopinata varietas, such variety of weather, ut merito exerceat ingenia that no philosophy can yet find out the true cause of it. When I consider how temperate it is in one place, saith Acosta, within the Tropic of Capricorn, as about La Plata, and yet hard by at Potosi, in that same altitude, mountainous alike, extreme cold, extreme hot in Brazil, etc. Hic ego, saith Acosta, philosophiam Aristotelis meteorologicam vehementeririsi, cum etc. When the sun comes nearest to them, they have great tempests, storms, thunder and lightning, great store of rain, snow, and the foulest weather. When the sun is vertical, their rivers overflow, the morning fair and hot, noonday cold and moist, all which is opposite to us. How comes it to pass? Scaliger, Poetices, Book 3, Chapter 16, discourseth thus of this subject. How comes, and wherefore is, this temeraria siderum dispositio, this rash placing of stars, or, as Epicurus will, fortuita, or accidental? Why are some big, some little? Why are they so confusedly, unequally situated in the heavens, and set so much out of order? In all other things nature is equal, proportionable, and constant. There be justae dimensiones et prudens partium dispositio, as in the fabric of man, his eyes, ears, nose, face, members are correspondent. Cur non idem coelo opere omnium pulcherimo. Why are the heavens so irregular, neque paribus molibus, neque paribus intervalis? 
Whence is this difference? Diversos, he concludes, efficere locorum genius, to make diversity of countries, soils, manners, customs, characters, and constitutions among us, ut quantum vicinia ad caritatem addat, sidera distrahant ad perniciem. And so by this means fluio vel monte distincti sunt dissimiles. The same places almost shall be distinguished in manners. But this reason is weak and most insufficient. The fixed stars are removed since Ptolemy's time twenty-six degrees from the first of Aries, and if the earth be immovable, as their sight varies, so should countries vary, and diverse alterations would follow. But this we perceive not, as in Tully's time with us in Britain, Caelum visu foidum, et in quo facile generantur nubes, etc., tis so still, wherefore Bodine, Theatrum Natura, Book 2, and some others, will have all these alterations and effects immediately to proceed from those genii, spirits, angels, which rule and domineer in several places. They cause storms, thunder, lightning, earthquakes, ruins, tempests, great winds, floods, etc. The philosophers of Conimbra will refer this diversity to the influence of that Empyrean heaven, for some say the eccentricity of the sun is come nearer to the earth than in Ptolemy's time. The virtue, therefore, of all vegetals is decayed, men grow less, etc., there are that observe new motions of the heavens, new stars, palantia sidera, comets, clouds, call them what you will, like those Medician, Bourbonian, Austrian planets lately detected, which do not decay, but come and go, rise higher and lower, hide and show themselves amongst the fixed stars, amongst the planets, above and beneath the moon, at set times, now nearer, now farther off, together, asunder, as he that plays upon a sackbut by pulling it up and down alters his tones and tunes, do they their stations and places, though to us undiscerned, and from those motions proceed, as they conceive, diverse alterations. Clavius conjectures otherwise, but they be but conjectures. Above Damascus, in Caeli, Syria, is a paradise by reason of the plenty of waters impromptu causa est and the deserts of arabia barren because of rocks rolling seas of sands and dry mountains quod inaquosa saith adricomius montes habens asperos saxosos praecipites horroris et mortis speciem praeseferentes uninhabitable therefore of men birds beasts void of all green trees plants and fruits a vast rocky horrid wilderness which by no art can be manured tis evident bohemia is cold for that it lies all along to the north but why should it be so hot in egypt or there never rain why should those etesian and northeastern winds blow continually and constantly so long together in some places at set times one way still, in the dog days only. Here perpetual drought, there dropping showers, here foggy mists, there a pleasant air, here terrible thunder and lightning at such set seasons, here frozen seas all the year, there open in the same latitude, 
to the rest no such thing nay quite opposite is to be found sometimes as in peru on the one side of the mountain it is hot on the other cold here snow there wind with infinite such fromundus in his meteors will excuse or solve all this by the sun's motion but when there is such diversity to such as perioiki or very near sight how can that position hold who can give a reason of this diversity of meteors that it should rain stones frogs mice etc rats which they call lemmer in norway and are manifestly observed as munster writes by the inhabitants to descend and fall with some feculent showers and like so many locusts consume all that is green leo affer speaks as much of locusts about fez in barbary there be infinite swarms in their fields upon a sudden so at aries in france fifteen fifty three the like happened by the same mischief all their grass and fruits were devoured magna incolarum admiratione et consternatione as valeriola relates coelum subito obum brabant etc he concludes it could not be from natural causes they cannot imagine whence they come but from heaven are these and such creatures corn wood stones worms wool blood etc lifted up into the middle region by the sunbeams as barakelus the physician disputes and thence let fall with showers or they are engendered cornelius gemma is of that opinion they are there conceived by celestial influences others suppose they are immediately from god or prodigies raised by art and illusions of spirits which are the princes of the air to whom bodine book two the artrum natura subscribes in fine of meteors in general aristotle's reasons are exploded by bernardinus telesius by paracelsus his principles confuted and other causes assigned sal sulphur mercury in which his disciples are so expert that they can alter elements and separate at their pleasure make perpetual motions not as cardan tasnir peregrinus by some magnetical virtue but by mixture of elements imitate thunder like salmonius snow hail the seas ebbing and flowing give life to creatures as they say without generation and why not petrus nonius saluciensis and kepler take upon them to demonstrate that no meteors clouds fogs vapours arise higher than fifty or eighty miles and all the rest be purer air or element of fire which cardan tycho and john pena manifestly confute by refractions and many other arguments there is no such element of fire at all if as tycho proves the moon be distant from us fifty and six semi-diameters of the earth and as peter nonius will have it the air be so angust what proportion is there betwixt the other three elements and it to what use serves it is it full of spirits which inhabit it as the paracelsians and platonists hold the higher the more noble full of birds or a mere vacuum to no purpose it is much controverted between tycho brahe and christopher rotman the landgrave of hesse's mathematician in their astronomical epistles whether it be the same diaphanum clearness matter of air and heavens or two distinct essences 
Christopher Rotman, John Pena, Jordanus Brunus, and many other late mathematicians, contend it is the same and one matter throughout, saving that the higher, still the purer it is, and more subtile, as they find by experience in the top of some hills in America. If a man ascend, he faints instantly for want of thicker air to refrigerate the heart. Acosta, Book 3, Chapter 9, calls this mountain Periacaca in Peru. It makes men cast and vomit, he saith, that climb it, as some other of those Andes do in the deserts of Chile for five hundred miles together, and for extremity of cold to lose their fingers and toes. Tycho will have two distinct matters of heaven and air, but to say truth, with some small qualifications, they have one and the self-same opinion about the essence and matter of heavens, that it is not hard and impenetrable, as peripatetics hold, transparent of a quinta essentia, but that it is penetrable and soft as the air itself, and that the planets move in it as birds in the air, fishes in the sea, this they prove by motion of comets, and otherwise, though Clermontius in his Antidico stiffly opposes, which are not generated, as Aristotle teacheth, in the aerial region of a hot and dry exhalation, and so consumed, but as Anaxagoras and Democritus held of old, of a celestial matter, and as Tycho, Eliseus, Roslin, Thaddeus, Hagesius, Pena, Rotman, Fracastorius, demonstrate by their progress, parallaxes, refractions, motions of the planets, which interfere and cut one another's orbs, now higher and then lower, as Mars amongst the rest, which sometimes, as Kepler confirms by his own and Tycho's accurate observations, comes nearer the earth than the sun, and is again eftsoons aloft in Jupiter's orb, and other sufficient reasons, far above the moon, exploding in the meantime that element of fire those fictitious first watery movers those heavens i mean above the firmament which de irio lodovicus imola patricius and many of the fathers affirm those monstrous orbs of eccentrics and eccentre epicucles deserentes which howsoever Ptolemy, Alhazen, Vitellio, Purbacius, Maginus, Clavius, and many of their associates stiffly maintain to be real orbs, eccentric, concentric, circles, iquant, etc., are absurd and ridiculous. For who is so mad to think that there should be so many circles, like subordinate wheels in a clock, all impenetrable and hard, as they feign, add and subtract at their pleasure, Maginus makes eleven heavens, subdivided into their orbs and circles, and all too little to serve those particular appearances. Fracastorius, seventy-two homocentrics, Tycho Brahe, Nicholas Ramerus, Eliseus Roslin, have peculiar hypotheses of their own inventions, and they be but inventions, as most of them acknowledge, as we admit of equators, tropics, colours, circles arctic and antarctic, for doctrine's sake, though Ramus thinks them all unnecessary. They will have them supposed only for method and order. Tycho hath feigned I know not how many subdivisions of epicycles in epicycles, etc., to calculate and express the moon's motion. But when all is done, as a supposition, and no otherwise, not, 
as he holds hard impenetrable subtile transparent etc or making music as pythagoras maintained of old and robert constantine of late but still quiet liquid open etc end of section eight